Hey, welcome to Conversations in the Paint Department. My name is Matt Bergman and I am your host. Conversations in the Paint Department is a podcast developed to take a humorous look at the personal, professional leadership lessons that I've learned from the mistakes I've made and getting a little bit of paint on my face. Subscribe on Anchor or Spotify. You can also follow me on Twitter at at MattBergman14. And if you're an educational technology fan, check out my blog called Learn, Lead, Grow at bergman-udl.blogspot.com. Now to our show. Hey, this is episode seven of Conversations in the Paint Department, and I'm your host, Matt Bergman. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been through a house fire? It's probably one of the most traumatic events because it hits so close to home, literally, and memories and things that you uh, had the day before are suddenly turned to ash. Well, back in 2006, I was uh, just finishing up my first year of uh, teaching at a high school. And I had um, fallen asleep on my couch on a Friday evening. And there would have been a thunderstorm that was rolling through. So I was kind of waiting it out with my family in order to go to the store. We were going to go to a department store. While I was sleeping, all of a sudden, I was awoken by screaming and glass shattering and the smell of smoke from the uh, property right next door to us. See, we had a semi-detached home that was connected. I didn't realize this, but the student that had lived there, it was in sixth grade, and he decided to set his mattress on fire. That mattress, which was down in their basement, uh, caught on fire and then quickly engulfed their first floor completely in flames. And it impacted my household as well because the homes were connected. So as everybody's getting out of the house next door, I'm grabbing my family, I'm grabbing my daughter, and you know all this fear is going right through me, and I have to grab our cats, and I throw them in my car, and I pull my car off the driveway and drive it down the street just so that the fire department could get in cl- clearly into our driveway. And then I saw the fire department just suddenly emerge and and firefighters all over the place are coming in and the flames are getting higher and higher. And and so they're going to bash down my back door and I, well, wasn't very smart, but I led them to the back and had my house key and I unlocked the door and I walked through the house and walked almost in a daze. I don't understand why I did that, but I will never forget what that looked like and what that felt like. Now, I got out of that household, and everything just seems like a blur after that. So the next day, I I go and I drive my family to the house to pick up a few things because we couldn't stay at the house. And 
This little sixth grader is outside being humiliated by his family. His family is throwing burnt up stuffed animals, burnt up things from their house, throwing them out of his chest and telling him how stupid he was and he was the cause of all this. And granted, I was extremely angry. I mean, here's a kid, a kid that had caused all of this hurt, pain. Have you ever been through that? Have you ever had a situation that just tore through your life and just leaves you completely helpless? I mean, in that moment, I felt helpless. I mean, maybe you've been through a divorce like myself and you come home to an empty house and there's a letter on the table and, and suddenly the life that you had is no longer existing. Or maybe you go to that medical appointment and you get that diagnosis that's going to completely change the trajectory of your life. Or maybe you stepped into your job thinking that you're getting that promotion and well, hours later, you're handed a pink slip. I mean, we, we have all sorts of different moments in our lives that are just burned up by the things in this world. And we're left to just go around and stare at the ashes. And if you stare at the ashes too much, you could become bitter, you could become resentful, you could allow that weight of that event to disrupt your life. You know, after I went through my divorce, I really struggled. I really struggled for about a year. I mean, I, I, I literally would sit in my living room without the lights on when the kids went to bed. I mean, there were days I couldn't do anything and I felt helpless. You know, if that's you right now, I, my prayer for you is that, you know, that God, if you don't believe in God, that, that this world, your creator, whomever you believe in, I believe there's a God that loves us all, that would help restore you and bring beauty from the ash. My wife, uh, now, I, I remarried back in December, and she has a tattoo on her arm, and it's of ash, and coming out of the ash is a butterfly. And in Hebrew, it says on her arm, it says from beauty, beauty out of ashes. It's a beautiful testament of what can happen if we allow ourselves to heal and we allow ourselves to forgive. That's the hardest thing, isn't it? That's the hardest thing. Because in this world right now, if you see somebody cut you off in traffic, says something about you at the job, says something about you or does something hurtful to you, you just want to get back at them. I mean, listen to the media. Listen to music these days. Watch YouTube. Watch, um, watch reality TV. Everybody's in each other's faces. But really, it just creates more anxiety, creates more depression, creates more resentment, and it just basically creates another fire. You know, when you look at Hawaii and the volcanoes that they have over there, when a volcano erupts, it destroys everything in its path, right? 
with molten lava thousands and thousands of degrees. And it burns up trees and it burns up all of the plant and vegetation. But after it has healed, after that lava has cooled, after that whole entire environment has had a chance to repair itself, that volcanic ash can make that soil much stronger, much more fertile. It's amazing to see what can grow on it after that. So in that instance, I moved on. It actually gave me an opportunity to buy my first house and, and uh, life went on for me. And about a year later, I was uh, getting ready for football season because uh, I was a football coach. And so I'm handing out equipment at the junior high uh, football, uh, football tryouts. And I'm handing out shoulder pads and helmets and things like that. And in walks this boy. The same kid who years earlier, two years earlier, had nearly, had basically almost ruined everything I had in a house fire. And there was his mom. And there was him. And there was never a, I'm sorry, there was nothing. It was poor me, poor me, poor me. And I was angry. I gotta admit, I was angry. I'm thinking, you never once apologized for what happened. You never once did this and this. And bitterness was really welling up in me. So I had to make a choice. What was I gonna do? Was I gonna allow this to destroy me? Was I gonna spark another fire and completely destroy what my life had become? Well, it was hard, and it was an everyday thing, and it was an everyday battle, and it was everyday what I call surrender. Every single day I had to surrender my feelings of anger and resentment towards a child because I had to put my pride away. And so this kid, you know, ironically, this child wanted to be a receiver. Guess who was his coach? Me. He wanted to be a linebacker. Guess who was his coach? Me. He wanted to be on the junior high uh, uh, JV team because he wasn't quite varsity material. Guess who was the head coach? Me. <laughs> so I had to coach the kid who nearly burned down my entire house and destroyed a lot of my life up to that point. And every single day, it was a battle to not disrespect him. I got, I got to admit, like I, I uh, was a quarterback in college, so I'd throw that football a little hard at him. But uh, I, I never once said anything bad about him, and it was very, very hard. I wish I could say the same about adults in my life that I've worked with. I'm sad to say that, you know, I have burned bridges. I have burned relationships with people simply because I was unwilling to forgive. I was unwilling to move on. Well, the end of that football season came and I didn't really think much of it. And so I was uh, then going into basketball season and I coached basketball. Uh, girls basketball at the time and uh, the superintendent or head of that school district came up to me one day and we were watching his daughter play uh, in a varsity game and he came up to me and he said Matt I heard what you did with that child I heard the history I heard what happened and I just think that that's amazing that you would do something like that I'm very proud of you and I didn't really think much of it 
you know, kind of was like, oh, okay, yeah, great, you know, thanks. It made me feel good, and I, and I forgot about it for a while. Well, about three months later, my position was eliminated because of budget cuts, and I was without a job. And little did I know that I would have to ask that same man who told me that he was very proud of me for a glowing recommendation for my next job. And he sure did. He sure did. See, folks, it just shows you that in this life, it is more of a spider web than uh, maybe a single string. There are so many different dimensions connected to a single event. And our actions, our inactions, our attitudes, or lack of attitude, our anger, our forgiveness, whatever we choose, it's interesting that eventually it somehow comes back to visit us. <laughs> Some people say that it, it, it bites you in the butt. It can definitely do that. But it also can help you too. And so today, I don't know what you're going through. I don't know maybe what you're struggling with. But what I do ask of you is to put out the fire and allow beauty to emerge from ashes. You'll ne it's amazing. It's amazing. If you just surrender and you just forgive and you just allow life to heal you, much like the volcanic ash heals an entire ecosystem, you'll be amazed at what you may or may not find. Hey, have a good day. Hey, thanks for listening to Conversations in the Paint Department, a humorous and sometimes serious look at the personal, professional, and leadership lessons that I've learned from mistakes and getting a little bit of paint on my face. If you like what you heard, check us out on Spotify or Anchor. You can follow us on Twitter at, at @mattbergman14. And if you'd like, as an EdTech fan, check out my blog at bergman-udl.blogspot.com.